<laughs> That's kind of crazy. Everybody smokes now. Yeah. Com- everybody consumes, consumes now. So, yeah, which is true. It's a wild time, bro. Dude, it is. I struggle to believe that. I don't believe in medias. What, you don't think that weed sales have surpassed chocolate sales? No. Really? What makes you think that it hasn't? I mean, we have what? Almost There's a chocolate bar states? in every CVS and Starbucks and every consumer store on the planet. Mm. There's not that case for weed. I don't know, man. If you consider, it depends. I think the, the sales may have. On that. I think the sales because. Talk about unregulated sales, too. Uh. <laughs> it's also like dollars, maybe, but not like volumetrically. Right, right. I would say dollars for sure. Not right? units. Dollars like, for sure, yeah. A chocolate bar is a dollar and eighth if you're lucky. You starts go. at 25. And it all depends on your location. Could be 14. Could be 14. It could be 40. Yeah. Could be 60. So, you know, we need to hear, like, the more detail of what's actually happening. And right. man needs to go after that and, and hunt it down. Like, like what's... Right, right. doesn't make sense that we're making this much money for the government. No, for sure, bro. Which... While, they, while they could, the whole industry is suffering, dude. Well, they could be they could be making more, and that leads to another question. And at this point, we're on uh, session two. If you didn't know, oh, okay, <laughs> it's a two part, it's a two part session. Um, so yeah, no, you're exactly right. A lot of taxation on it, uh, especially when it comes to 280E. We've talked about this before. However, do you feel like if rescheduled in the current state right now, without there being any more states going recreational, could the federal government make more? Yeah, well, that's the scariest part, right? Because all the proposals are even worse. They're, mm-hmm. like, deep digging even deeper into entrepreneurs' pockets. Right. Like, the bill that Chuck Schumer put out, I mean, the taxation was, like, 60%. That's crazy. I mean, I think just governing officials are overstepping now. Like, mm. you know, like, their job isn't to make more money than the business. It's just to make some money from right. the business. Right, right, right. When is it going to, how is it going to happen? What do you think in terms of federal, any changes? Yeah, I mean, this is my position on it, and it's just a wild guess like everybody else's. Um, <laughs> the expert's been saying five but, years for the past 50 but, but, years. <laughs> but I think it's important on, like, the question is why would they go for it? To make and, money. And, and, the, and the answer, <laughs> but the answer is, Yes, it's that's part of it. But the answer is to win votes. Right? That's the only incentive the federal government is driven by. Winning votes makes money, right? right. So forth and so on. So my position is this. If the Biden administration feels pressures that they're not going to win the next election, mm-hmm. they're they could use that card to try to swing it. If they don't then it's another four years. I'm not saying it will happen in four years. I'm just saying it's another four years. And I think until a scenario comes down to we need votes and we need to use this card to get those votes, that's going to be the the thing that propels it, nothing else. Right. Like, it's not the injustices. It's not... Right. You know, the incarcerations or like the impacts on communities. It's never about that. It's about votes. Yeah, it's crazy because as you're talking to this, I'm just seeing old Joe come to stage <laughs> talking about 
all the people we need to let him out of jail but like dude come on bro like we know you're bsing bro. yeah and, and you know who wrote that for you joe I, it wasn't I, you yeah i mean that's totally how i see it going down right, it's right. like you know where they're gonna talk about how uh, how these atrocities have destroyed things and like <clears throat> even the way we talk about it today i i still feel like it's like we the legal industry created these you know no. social issues where in it's reality it's like it's the government yeah 100%. it's been old joe since <laughs> yeah. 1970 yeah. Or, you know he's been there for 40 or 50 yeah. years or something like yeah you know so to me it's just a vote hopefully we pass it and we don't fall for the vote you know so what are what are we passing though that's it. like how how will it transpire how do you think i mean i have my opinions on how i feel like it would go down the easiest way is descheduling it because then you have deschedule or reschedule deschedule deschedule or re- taking it out of schedule one that's it i mean that's like to me i think that's number one however that as comes from you know being a business owner because like now we don't have to do these wonky things with delivering our cash <laughs> you know what, what i mean like the ton of different things the way that we accept money here like because you're descheduling it is no longer no medicinal value and there's a lot of things that we can do with and, f- and for yeah. the people listening, it's like we're not asking for any perks here. We're asking right. to be treated normal. like a normal <laughs> business. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, I think it will be descheduled, not rescheduled. At least that's what I would hope for. What's the, what's the difference to you? <clears throat> so if they reschedule it, they could still turn it into like a level two or a level three where it still requires like... You know, if they were to reschedule, let's say, to a level two, I think it would make the medical market pop up, like, significantly. Because it would be then said, like, here's a product. It's not legal to consumers who are 21 and older, per se, but it's legal to study and be prescribed. Right. And so there are different levels of um, the scheduling of categories of drugs. And so descheduling it would remove it from even being called a drug right and so once it's not called a drug it's basically a consumer a consumer good right. and it would just be fault be treated like consumer goods like yeah all of those things no, i don't think that that i think the yeah the rescheduling would definitely happen before the descheduling that's too lofty <laughs> Oh, this is not a drug. It was a drug yesterday. It's not a drug today. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a drug one day, and they turned it into a drug the other day. Yeah. Do you consider it to be a drug, in your personal opinion? And same for you, Raymond. I consider it to be a drug no different than sugar. So, no, I don't consider it to be a same. drug. Same. I don't think it's a drug either. Me a either. drug is manufactured. I mean, I'll, I'll always call it that just off of, like, name recognition from my whole life. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, I'm smoking drugs right now. I joke, <laughs> but I don't actually. I don't think it's a drug because I, I can just drug. stop. Like, if I travel internationally and I need to just stop some consuming seven days, like, I don't become a fiend. I'm not Dude, looking for it. I'm like. But like you said, it, it, it grows. Like, sugar has a process of naturally growing. Just like tobacco, well, I wouldn't say tobacco, but I don't know, like coffee. You know what I mean? But you Tomatoes. Can, you can over <laughs> like last fall. Off topic. Last fall, Dunkin' Donuts released their new pumpkin spiced um, latte, and it had the most sugar than of any drink ever made. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think in a small. Had like seventy one grams of sugar. It's like crack. So like half of the <laughs> cup is sugar. Yeah. So 
I think that is Dude. much more dangerous. Yes, 100%. Much more dangerous, especially if you look at the impact it's having across just our health. Dude. Why are, why, why are we so unhealthy? For the record, these are conversations that I have with my mom, <laughs> who has a doctorate in nursing. <laughs> you know? If she drinks coffee at 7 o'clock at night, that is unhealthy. <laughs> That's not normal. They need to start teaching these things in medical school, nursing school. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, dude? Like, so, you got it all backwards. I would, I would not say cannabis is a drug. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a way for us to connect to the earth, to kind of, like, put things into perspective and to slow down. And, like, if you want to get closer to, like, how the earth produces things you can if you want to get into like musical culture and like sounds and tunes and melodies and you know i just think it amplifies who you are so if like you're not doing anything and you smoke you're going to continue not doing anything (laughs) if you're a go-getter and you smoke you're going to continue being a go-getter right so how how, um i just brought up my mom we talk about rayvon's mom often how is it like being received by your family? Any hesitation or, um, you know, with you being an entrepreneur in this space, like how is the support from, you know, whether it be, you know, maybe a neighbor or the community, you know, prior to you actually being at Bud's Goods in Worcester, like just your, you know, your network? Yeah, I'll put in perspective, like my parents grew up in the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s during the peak of Soviet communism. Mm. Um it like they don't even know what it really was right. and you know it's always i'm very blessed that my parents have always trusted me right i was the i was 10 years old reading them bills billing statements from like AT&T cuz they couldn't really read english mm. so like you know they've always trusted my decisions um you know at it's at first it was a, a scarier thing but they they don't they don't have the like the, the mentality of like it is a drug right right so i kind of been lucky in that situation and today it's it's you know not they just question. it's a, not <laughs> a question it's it's what they think i do they oh, know sure. i do they like the shirts they like the sweaters <laughs> but they're not consumers themselves no no that was my next question a, a few times but yeah. no interesting very interesting yeah what do you think rainbow well, I was going to say, I've definitely seen your parents come down to the shop before at Buzz, so I know that they're definitely accepting of it. Yeah. I mean, my dad's our facilities guy. Like, Is he really? He mows the lawn. Oh, that's sick. He shout out to dad. I'm going to for dad real quick. <laughs> um, family business. My yeah. dad would be doing the same if he wasn't two hours away. <laughs> yeah. He'll be, he'll be delivering our weed, Raymond. <laughs> you know, funny story. I, I was once called a trust fund baby. Um, By who? By an employee we had to let go oh. <laughs> to, a, to a group text. Um, and the manager replied and said, you know, it's hard to be a trust fund baby when your dad's the, the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that, I mean. But no, I just, you know, in perspective, like, I love the fact that, you know, it's a, fan, it, it's a, it's a small business. We're not, like, I don't want Buds to be perceived as this, like, large company. We're, yeah. We are, but we're not. Like, right, right, right. Really, the company still is run by, like, seven people. Right. Not inclusive of the retail employees. Right. Um, you know, I'm in it every day. 
Um, Special shout out to some of those people, by the way. I miss Jen. Yo, I miss Jen. Ben. Um, Jess Jen is still over Jen. there rocking all the art. I know it. It's on brand. Shout out to all those people. Wait, man. who's it? Who's Jesse's? Uh, Jess, yeah. Oh, she's Jen. the uh, artist. Creative, yeah. Word. And then uh, Homegirl, too. Jen, yep. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, Kayleen. Kayleen. Oh, Kayleen's my dog. Kayleen. I, I still talk to Kayleen. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, we've had people... Kayleen, great example. She's been there since day one, approaching three years. Great. You know, I really want to, I pride myself on trying to build a place that we take care of our people. Sure. You know, this past Christmas, um, for anyone who reached their two-year mark, um, we gave them a, a, a stipend to pick a Patagonia jacket that they wanted. And um, we had it embroidered, and that was their Christmas gift. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, you know, I just... It was winter. People need jackets. Raylan would have been like, I want a Carhartt. Yo, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but I want a Carhartt. I mean, people got really nice jackets, but like, you know, I want people to know who they're working for. And like, oh, for sure. They take care of me. We take care of them. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, we're coming up on a, the second session this time here. All right. So I, I want to know, I mean, and, and we kind of, we probably should talk about this before, but a lot of our, our listeners are. You know, maybe our parents or uncle's age, you know, 50, you know, 45, 50, you know, 55. So, like, if you're speaking to them about cannabis, like, what's one thing you would want them to know about you, about buds? Well, I, I think the one thing is, you know, first, you know, I break them into are they consumers or are they not consumers? And if they're not consumers, are they curious consumers or not? Um Ultimately, if you're not uh, on any of it, it's hopefully we're not in your way. We're not bothering you. You don't even notice that we exist. Absolutely. To the curious, um, what I would say is go into your local dispensary. Just go in. Don't have any intention of buying anything. In fact, don't buy anything. Just go in. I think what you'll see and what you'll learn will maybe make you more comfortable for the second time around. Mm. And for those that are consumers, you know, keep coming um you know the word. Th th there's also more it's god's plan <laughs> you know i think consume what we'd love to see is consumers sort of be more like adventurous i think people in the 50 and plus category find something and they stick to it you know there's so many things beyond just flour or pre-rolls right, right. you know like i'm a big advocate of the beverages i think that's like yeah. a really unique product um but the edibles are great and you know, tinctures are great, and, you know, there's now, like, bombs that work really well. Um, but I think for, for the people who are coming, it's like, be adventurous. For sure. And what I would advise is, you know, every product comes with um, a label similar to what a nutritional facts would be. And, and, you know, a lot of people, I think, at that age start to, like, take it for medicinal mm. reasons. And so as you're taking and consuming products, keep track of those labels. So you may find a trend that's working for you. Maybe like there's a little bit of C CBG in something and you never even knew about it. Um, you know, but now you're starting to see a trend. You bought six different products, three of them had this, three of them didn't, the ones that did worked. Mm. Um, so I would say, you know, really be conscious of your consumption so you could study how it impacts your body. Sure. Be aware. Dude, that's great. Alex, thanks again, bro. Welcome Thank you. Again. You know what I'm saying? Ravon, any last words for our listeners today? 
Uh, shout out to 64 West Boylston Street and shout out to 76 <laughs> Millbury Street here in Worcester. Let's go. You guys have just been infused. Thank you.